following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. are back live across Michigan Wednesday broadcast Superfly Hayes our executive producer NFL scouting combine conversation we talked about the wings what I see are they 16 4 and 1 since January 1st I think I saw that number on Twitter 16 4 and 1 and the Grand Rapids Griffins Wings top farm affiliate in the AHL. They're 11-0-2-2 in their last 15, and they're playing tonight in downtown GR, and the Wings got a huge win last night. Put up a snowman. Superfly and myself were just working off a of Rory McIlroy swing adjustment during the last break. Yeah, why not? Rory, Superfly, myself, we all have the same golf swings. So yesterday morning I'm golfing and it's 72 degrees when I finish. The wind chill when I got out of my truck to come to work had to be close to like five. Pure Michigan. It's fantastic. Also, Superfly's upset that I'm making him walk in the cold and go get me a Diet Coke with a splash of lemonade. Thank you for going to get me a Diet Coke with a splash of lemonade. You offered, you didn't have to do it, and I'm touched by your generosity. Inside this hour, Mike Kimber, part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. He'll join us. We'll get his thoughts on the offseason away from the combine this weekend. Then we'll have comments from Brad Holmes, who spoke to the media yesterday about the Lions, about the Combine, about last season, and about free agency and their future. That will be within a half hour. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com with the latest on Michigan football and basketball. And Eric Edholm, NFL.com. Columnist insider on the Combine this weekend, Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. He will join us. You can answer our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day. Where would the Lions be right now if they never hired Holmes as GM and Campbell as head coach? I'm just curious. You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank. You can check in at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I think Mike Kimber, Micro Mike, Chat Sports YouTube, also part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. 
get his thoughts on the Lions offseason because they're going to get through the combine this weekend, break it down, and there's already conversations. Reeves Maven, they got back at a good price, great special teams player, pro bowler. Now what will Holmes do? He said he's not going to spend money. They're big on developing, drafting, developing, re-signing, but they're also a team that was you know, quarter away, maybe at least a half away from winning the NFC. Can you stand pat and step back with the Lions fan base that now wants the next move, which would be to win the NFC and get to a Super Bowl? Uh, Mike Kimber joins us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? I am doing great and getting ready for the NFL Combine here coming up shortly. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch. I checked the schedule today to make sure, you know, the times and everything with the NFL Network and what I want to see uh, this weekend. And I, I really love uh, the way Holmes and Campbell, and we played some of Campbell's sound bites last hour, just how comfortable they sound right now in speaking about the Lions. And that's why, as I said, coming into you, Michael, that – you know, I, I get they don't want to go spend big. They want to draft, develop, re-sign, and re-signing should include, even though they didn't draft, uh, Goff, Sewell, St. Brown. But when you're a player or two away possibly from being the best team in the NFL, the big question is, can they afford not to be active on the top side or big money side of free agency? Yeah, that's going to be the big question coming up here starting soon. The Lions got $57 million in cap space, and they have the ability to sign players that are free agents from other football teams. And the question will be is what players gets franchised, who can they look at, to upgrade a position, say edge and or cornerback. But with, like they're saying, the Detroit Lions are going to spend this money re-signing their own guys. But I do expect them to get a player or two that potentially could be starter on defense. Again, corner or edge. I know they say we're not just a player away. You don't win in March. You win in December, and that's 100% true. But also talent kind of disrupts that and if you have a talented player in free agency that can help this team immediately you go do that and there's players out there that can be done I think the Lions will do that yeah and, and Holmes and Campbell aren't going to sit there and give their off-season strategy to Q&A's with the media or a one-on-one story to a Detroit paper or blogger that's not going to happen they're not going to show exactly what they're going to do it's kind of like trading Stafford nobody ever saw that coming nobody Nobody. That's what a competent general manager and a competent front office does is they don't give out ideas of what they're going to do. And Brad Holmes is very strategic in this. It's very difficult to see the direction that he's going to go. He may trade up. He may trade down. He may take a running back. You don't know what he's going to do. And that's what a good general manager does. Generally speaking, if you know what the team is going to draft, that's not good because other teams are going to know that as well. So you got to be very strategic. Yeah, you got to kind of put out white lies, whatever you can to deflect to get the player that you covet. Yeah, because looking at some of the uh, mock drafts I've seen, uh, the Lions corner or D-line, seeing the latest two from CBS, Byron Murphy, who's a great defensive lineman out of Texas, and Cooper DeJean uh, from Iowa, solid corner. So, it seems to be that every single uh, mock draft has a corner or a defensive lineman in round one for the Lions. And it makes perfect sense because we need help at the cornerback position 
and we need help on the interior of the defensive line. And there's a, there's a lot of quality cornerbacks that's probably going to be available at pick 29. Mel Kuyper just came out with the draft today for TJ Tampa at 29. I, I think that's a player you could probably trade back from, but Kool-Aid McKinstry, young cornerback who is six, 195 pounds from Alabama. You know that they love Alabama. They, they draft players from their physical corner. That is a legit target for the Detroit lions. The question will be, will there be a run at corner if there is a run you may have to trade up and get it but I, I think he's a legit target I think you can look at a lot of these corners TJ Tampa as well Quinn Young Mitchell would be a great pick for the Lions but we just got to find out will, will they actually be there at pick 29 and if, if the top corners are gone just like you said you go ahead and go the interior of the defensive line. You can go edge with Darius Robinson. There's going to be players there. Byron Murphy, who I absolutely love, would be a, a great selection for Detroit. And if you look at Brad Holmes, they're BPA. But you can get a situation where BPA matches position of need. If that occurs, that's killing two birds with one stone. And Byron Murphy and Kool-Aid and all these guys could be available for the Lions to select at 29. Yeah, depending on the draft, you look at that run on corners really starts around 20, which the Lions do have that extra pick if there is somebody they covet, like Kool-Aid McKinstry and one goes 20 uh, to the Steelers, goes 29 to the Lions and the other one. Uh, Quenyon Mitchell, who had an outstanding senior bowl week out of Toledo, a guy that could have played for uh, bigger schools, chose to go to Toledo. Uh, he's right there with McKinstry on who will be one and two, and when will that uh, run begin? And then your homes and your evaluating top-level free agents, mid-level guys who can fill roster spots. Uh, who would be some targets that, you know, free agency were – uh, two weeks away, basically, on that when teams can start uh, signing, announcing the legal tampering, they call it, uh, period. Who, who are some possible names, you think, that could end up in a Lions uniform? Well, first off, we're probably going to sign a lot of our guys back, like a Graham Glasgow, and I think that's going to be a priority there for free agency. But there is some corners that they can look at there. Fuller would be a good option as well. Jalen Johnson from the Chicago Bears. He is a, a really good cornerback who gets turnovers, and they gave him an option to seek a trade last year. So if he hits the free agent market, that could be a legit option for the Lions. He can come in here and be a number one right away, and he is exactly what – Aaron Glenn likes a, a guy that's competing for the football at the corner position. He'd fit well. So those would be the targets from the cornerback position. I'd love for the Detroit Lions to get. Obviously, for Edge, you could look at A.J. Epinesa. He's a free agent. It wouldn't cost a lot, and I liked him coming out of the draft. You can get bigger there at Josh Allen and or a Daniil Hunter. There's Jadavion Clowney's a free agent. So there's a lot of free agents at the corner in the edge position that the Lions could target. It may not happen the first day, but I would expect within 24 hours of the tampering period that they got a deal done with a corner and or a edge in free agency. That would be an upgrade and not just a role player. What do you think will be the biggest surprise of this offseason from this point moving forward? Mike Kimber, uh, he is Micro Mike Chat Sports YouTube also part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. From this point moving forward, really, which would be probably through the draft, what do you think will be the biggest move by Holmes? 
You know, honestly, I think they re-signed Jared Goff. I think that ends the talk about will he come back? Is he going to play on a one-year deal? I think they would like to get the deal done. That would be a big thing for the Lions that can open up cap space as well. Maybe do a five-year deal or a four added on with the one that he's got left. I think that would be the biggest move, and it ends the conversation at the quarterback position because there's a lot of talk about should we trade Hennon Hooker? Should the Lions look at a quarterback? I think that would pretty much end it right then and there. So to me, that would be a big move, and it sends a signal that we got our quarterback, we support our guy going forward in this up-and-coming season. Yeah, and you got St. Brown, you got Sewell. Sewell could be a deal that uh, gets done next year. I'm telling you, from the confidence and calmness in the voice of Campbell, same thing uh, with Brad Holmes, Lions GM, and we'll have some of his comments coming up here at the bottom of the hour from yesterday's Q&A with the media. They're there. They're they're in that elite category in the NFL. And I have never trusted ownership, front office, and coaches like I do this current group in Detroit ever in my life as a Lions fan. They should be confident. Last year when they took the draft of getting Jameer Gibbs and Jack Campbell – they were destroyed by the media, and everybody said it was a horrible draft. It ends up being the best draft in all of the NFL. And when your ability to find players and talent in any spot of a draft, first round through seventh round or undrafted, you should have that confidence. And I think they're going to go in this draft and do what they continue to do. Best player available, regardless of what Todd McShay or Mel Kuyper or anyone else thinks. They're going to build this team the right way in getting players that fit Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes type of player, physical guy who loves football, who's going to give 110% effort, and it's going to help this team win immediately. So what they have done so far three years with this regime, they should be 100% confident. Brad Holmes is executive of the year, and he has shown he knows how to evaluate talent, find talent, keep that up, and this team is going to be good for many, many years. Yeah, Dan Campbell should have been NFL Coach of the Year. One final thought before I let you go, Michael. In one of the comments I played from Campbell in hour one, uh, he talked about that they're expecting J-Mo to go next level, which would become you know, an all-pro type level receiver. Your thoughts on what this fall could be like for J-Mo in that Ben Johnson offense? He is my breakout player of this up-and-coming season is Jamison Williams. If you look at his growth through each game this last season, it was a, it was big growth every single game. His route running is now becoming very crisp. He's physical with the football. He attacks the football. You already know he's good at blocking, and now he can hit the middle of the field as well as deep threat. I think exactly he's going to have a breakout campaign. He'll be the number two. And Jared Goff and him are starting to get on the same page. It takes a little bit of time sometimes for a wide receiver and a quarterback to to be connected, but you've seen it. It is now happening, and you're going to see a Jamison Williams, if he stays healthy throughout the season, he's going to have a breakout campaign. I could see him get over 1,000 yards, and Amon Ross St. Brown still doing really well. Jamison Williams, and, and when it comes to our offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, is going to be used all over this offense. We've seen it. He can go in the running back position. He can play in the slot. He can play on the outside. Ben Johnson's going to have fun with this young man. Mike Kimber, we have fun with him. Uh, Chad Sports, Micro Mike on YouTube. Also, uh, he is part of Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite. Look for them, uh, Facebook, Twitter, social networks, and also on YouTube. Mike, good stuff. We'll talk soon. Awesome. Thank you. One pride. All right. Mike Kimber checking in 
on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Lions GM Brad Holmes and some of his comments from the Q&A with the media yesterday on where the Lions are at from last season to the Combine, to free agency, to 2024, to the NFL Draft in Detroit. Don't forget with Bull Rush Sports on Thursday of Draft Weekend, I'll be live in Detroit with Bull Rush Sports. They'll be having their round one NFL Draft Watch Party in the Huge Show. Proud to be there with our friends from Copper Craft Distillery. If you want to join in, we have our Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. Where would the Lions be today if they never hired Holmes and Campbell? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook and opt-in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer wellness vitamins or supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M perks like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. A stellar job of producing the show today. One of the best in the business. We'll get the comments from Brad Holmes' Q&A, the Lions GM, and the NFL Combine yesterday down in Indy. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com and Michigan Football and Basketball. In about 40 minutes, Eric Edholm, NFL.com on this weekend's Combine down in Indiana. We also have our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day that you can answer. Simple and easy. Where would the Lions be today if they never hired Holmes and Campbell? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE on the Mercantile Bank listener line. I was really impressed. I listened to both interviews in their entirety, Campbell and Holmes from yesterday, uh, with the media at the Combine. I thought, you know what? I want the audience uh, to hear... Not little snippets, but exactly what uh, Holmes and Campbell had to say. We did Campbell about an hour ago. So the first comment from Holmes was in regards to working with the Rams and how it helped with his approach to the offseason and free agency. Yeah, that's a really good question because uh, me and uh, our assistant general manager, Ray Agnew, we were both with Les, and uh, and he was actually a more integral point uh, person in the free agency process because of his role as a director of pro scouting at the time. But uh, we talk about how, you know, when Les first got there in 2012, um, you know, obviously – he drafted for a lot of years and, you know, you're attacking every single position in free agency. You know, you're trying to build the roster. And when me and Ray got here in 21, uh, we were, had to take the same approach. But, you know, as you kind of build the roster and get more stronger in certain areas, um, your, your, your process alters a little bit because you can be a little bit more. We've always been strategic and selective, but you can even be more selective than you have in the past. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're not quite there uh, yet where, where Les and the Rams are, um, you know, where he really started to be very, very um, – very uh, selective there, but uh, me and Ray were just talking about that. We are we are getting there. We're getting closer. That's Lions GM Brad Holmes talking to the media yesterday at the Combine down in Indy. Next comment in regards to positions that stick out to Holmes when drafting. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll probably know a little bit more deeper as we get uh, in, in March. Uh, I will say I've the work that we've done so far, I think if, you know, if you're picking, if you're picking high in the draft, I think you're going to get a really good football player. Um, but you know, I think like what we're picking at, um, you can still get a really good player too. Um, and and we're excited about that. But in terms of positions, that I think we're strong or um, are deep. Um, I have an idea, but I'll keep those to the vest. And Holmes and I talked about this yesterday on the show. His comment about the importance of bringing players back. This. Drafting, developing, and re-signing uh, when it comes to the Lions. Yeah, I mean, my evaluation on him was, um, 
exactly what he did this year. Um, I, I do think he's got a lot of meat on the bone as well. I think he's a. I think I said it at at nauseum. He's a he's a multifaceted, explosive weapon that, that can do a lot of different things. He's electric. Uh, I believe he's a game breaker. And I think early on, um, you know, he, he's he's so conscientious and prideful. And I thought this was a real credit to him. He actually recognized that he was going a little too fast. And, and early on, he was going to. He was. He's such a fast, and explosive player. You know, he was almost going too fast. And once he kind of caught up to the speed of the game and realized, you know what? I know I'm fast. I trust my speed. I know I'm, I'm explosive. I don't need to go but so fast. And so then that's why I think his vision started to get a lot better. We never really had any concerns about his vision, but uh, once he figured out the speed of which he needed to play and got up to that speed, uh, he became the player that we thought we were going to get. And again, I think he's got a whole lot more left in the tank. And that actually was about J-Mo. I hit the wrong button and his evaluation of last season for Jay Mo and what he expected for this year. Now, this was the comment about the importance of drafting, developing, and re-signing Lions players. Yeah, well, Dave, really, you know them. And, you know, it's not just, oh, you drafted them and you know them, so even if they're not performing well and they're not meeting expectations, uh, that you just keep them. No, it's that, you know, you try your best to acquire the best players, I mean, try, acquire the right players through the draft, and, um, and hopefully the goal is to develop and then you know once they reach a point where they're eligible to resign and you resign me you feel really really good about it and that kind of brings back into the free agency aspect of that's why we all talk about how selective and strategic we do have to be in free agency because you don't really know these players you know you you see what you see on film but like i've told all of y'all that's that's the easy coherent part you know can a guy come off the foot oh, okay that's that's easy but you don't really know them know them and so um that's why you got to be real careful but when you draft and you know your own guys you feel a lot more comfortable and that's lions gm brad holmes with the media yesterday at the combine down in indy he also had some interesting comments about michigan having 18 players, a record invited to the Combine. Uh, I don't know if it's developmental program. Um, They just have a longstanding tradition, history of uh, producing really good football players. And um, that's a credit to um, the coaches that they've had and the type of players that they get. Uh, Obviously, it's it's right down the road. So we get um, we get a lot of good exposure to to those players. But, um, you know, with a lot of those guys to come out, um, you kind of have a sense. You kind of know what you're getting. Um, And, you know, you do your due diligence on all of them. And I'm not saying that they're all the same, but uh, they've, they've done a really good job. And I'll say we're, we're pretty fortunate to be right down the road from a program just like that. Uh, Holmes did go on to talk about what he called the process. Yeah, uh, well, the first part is uh, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in uh, surrendering the results to the process. So the process will always be numero uno. Uh, I, I think once you start kind of relishing in your achievements, um, you know, I think that's when you can start, you know, uh, you could tend to maybe take your foot off the gas and you can get yourself in big trouble. So um, I do think this league is too hard to ever let your foot off the gas. Um, I've always said at length, no matter how good we get as a team, no matter how good our roster is going to get, we're always going to take this same process and keep our foot on the gas to to, to, to be to improve as much as we can. Um, just to your, your second part of the question, uh, it, it means a lot to me just because uh, I, I look at the people that came before 
for me, and uh, I believe that uh, it's a responsibility that, that that's owed, and you want to set the right example. You want to make sure the opportunities are laid for people that's coming behind you. Lions GM Brad Holmes yesterday down in Indy with the media. He also had about a 90-second comment about new D-line coach Terrell Williams. Yeah, Terrell. He's, um, you know, so Terrell, he, I want to say that was his first position coach job. Um, he he might have been a GA at East Carolina when he got done playing. And so I believe A&T might have been his first position coach job. But uh, Terrell, man, he's a, he's a great teacher. Uh, he's a straight shooter. He's really the first coach that really – you know, taught me the nuances of um, achieving what you want to achieve on the field behind the scenes. He's the one that used to bring me in and sit me down and watch tape with me all summer and kind of learn those ins and outs and developing a relationship so, you know, you can build that trust with the coach. And then uh, when, you know, he was a great coach in terms of um, holding us accountable. And so you built that trust. And when we didn't do the right thing, he held us accountable. And <laughs> we, we, we didn't like it all the time, but uh, he's an excellent teacher. I'm not surprised at the success that he's had. Um, you know, even when I was a young scout, uh, he was in the college ranks. Um, I want to say um, he was at Purdue for a while, um, and he produced a lot of good defensive linemen out there at, at coming out of Purdue at that time. And I believe I was a combine scout at the time, and that's when I really knew, like, okay, I knew that you were always a good coach, but when he was producing all those defensive linemen out of Purdue, I was like, okay, you, this guy's cooking with gas. But uh, not surprised. Um, very happy, obviously, you know, him being my D-line coach in college and not why he's here. He's here because of his body of work. Lions GM Brad Holmes, Q&A with the media yesterday down in Indiana. He also talked about the excitement of drafting and moving up and down. Yeah, I mean, I, I view it a lot like uh, last year in the draft. We we had those we had those two twos uh, kind of in the middle right there last year in the draft. And I, I was really excited about having those two twos because in exactly kind of what we did, you know, you never know how it's going to pan out. But, you know, being able to use one to move up and, you know, get a Brian Branch and you got the other one to kind of move down and collect more assets and, you know, eventually, you know, get in position to get a hand in hooker. So, um, so that the spot that we're in, um, it is exciting to have that flexibility because a lot of things can, can happen uh, when you're sitting back there. But again, I'm, I'm excited about being in that position. Um, it's kind of, uh, it's not, I don't want to paint this as pressure, but you know, you're kind of out of the, the top 10 beauty pageant, you know, and you're just kind of like, look, man, let's just find the best football player. Holmes also talked about cognitive testing in terms of its impact with players. Whenever you're making an investment, you you want the most information as possible uh, to make, you know, you feel good that you're making a sound decision. Uh, and when you have less information, uh, you might be a little more hesitant on pulling the trigger on making that investment. But with all that said, um, you know, the representatives and the players, uh, they're, they're entitled to their own, you know, um, you know, choices and, and decisions. So um, they, they have freedom to, to do what they want to do. But on our side, yeah, obviously, you would like to have the more information. Holmesaw has told everybody he takes a lot of pride from developing from within, and he answered that question yesterday 
at the combine. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you, you definitely. It, it's always a, it's a, it's an advantage of when you can kind of keep it in house and uh, promote from within. Um, but you know, sometimes you know, guys like um, Lance Newbart that had over twenty five years of experience. Um, you know, those, those you, you might not have that in house. Um, you know, we 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 have a relatively younger you know crew, and and those guys, they're a hardworking crew that they have a lot of upside, and they're 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 very talented as well. But but, you know, um, sometimes you do might have to look, you know, externally um, and, you know, but we'll just make sure that we do our, our due diligence and um, we'll make the best decision. But, yeah, it is a lot kind of like roster building is about, you know, drafting and signing your own. And, you know, those guys. And if you want to promote within and we, we have a good development system in house uh, currently. But, um, you know, we'll make the best decision going forward. Lions GM Brad Holmes yesterday. Some really good stuff uh, from Campbell. And homes compared to what you get from other uh, NFL GMs and head coaches. Uh, his final uh, response was in regards to a Lions franchise plan for the upcoming draft in Detroit. Yeah, you know, we, we have plans in place. Um, you know, we're, we're, like I said, we're aligned in what we're going to do. Um, obviously, there's that um, unknown and the, the the future and the unforeseen. So, um, it, but I think we've done a lot of work uh, already to be ready to adjust for uh, potentially the unknown and if it takes a pivot here here or there. But um, so can't make any guarantees if it's going to be um, at a certain time point. But we're just going to be um, as smart as we can be and as sound as we can be in our decision making. Yeah, good stuff uh, from Holmes and Campbell. Well done, Superfly Hayes. Thanks for breaking down uh, that audio. And if you missed it, it will be uh, in the podcast from today's show. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com on Michigan football and basketball in less than 25 minutes. Eric Edholm from NFL.com on the Combine. And also, your thoughts on our Flying Ace Whiskey Huge Question of the Day. Where would the Lions be if they never hired Holmes and Campbell? You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line on 866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also, you can join all the brands Steakhouse and Grills twice every day for happy hours. Two happy hours every day of the week. That's 14 happy hours, 3 until 6 p.m. and 9 until midnight at all brands, steakhouse, and grills in Michigan. You'll find the brands in Bay City, brands in Caledonia, brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR. Also, Liz Brands, Stegahuis, Sean Stegahuis have the brands in Wyoming, 44th in Division. And you'll find the brands in Cascade with Mike Brands Sr. Two happy hours every day, seven days a week at all brands locations for the one close to you go to brands.com everything huge 24 7 at the huge show.net mercantile bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals we take time to understand you and what makes your business unique from commercial and business banking to treasury and hcm tools our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level so when you need a financial partner merck is here to learn more visit us online at merckbank.com business member fdic equal housing lender 
Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Flying Ace exists at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for Mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. I know across the state, pretty much every night this week, boys district basketball action. You got the MHSAA hockey playoffs continuing. I'll be in Ionia, beautiful high school and gym there hosting a district semifinal, Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern in Ionia tonight, 7 p.m. I think Portland and Belding play coming up at 5.30 at Ionia. Winners will play on Friday night to advance to the regional. You can follow all the brackets, everything you need at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And live and on demand, boys and girls, playoff action 
regular season games, and more all the way through the spring at MHSAA.TV. That is MHSAA.TV. Good luck to your kids' teams, local schools. I love the playoffs. Michigan High School Athletic Association, they do a great job with every single championship. Boys and girls individual wrestling finals at Ford Field this weekend. How cool is it that Mark Ewell and his team, they get Ford Field for eight state championship football games and also boys and girls uh, wrestling finals this weekend in downtown Detroit. I have at all, I've been going to a lot of basketball games here. You know, when it's a cold night, usually I'll, and I don't have the kids. I have my kids every other week. Even some weeks I do have my kids. I'll follow the school my kids go to. I support the, you know, teammates I had in other sports that are on the winter and spring sports. A lot of people are coming at me with, hey, when when you get Mark Ewell on again, ask him about expanding the divisions. Why is football the only one with, I think it's 10 divisions, including eight-man? 10 divisions. Now, Ewell, on this show, and he comes in, we try and get him in once a month, has said that they are looking at a fifth division for basketball. What were the sports? Basketball, was it baseball? Soccer and volleyball, I think. Don't quote me. But with his executive council, which are representatives from around the state, they are looking at it. And I agree. I, I think basketball, sometimes I'll look at soccer and see us, you know, with my son Legend, who's a sophomore for Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. We're, we're playing with big schools in soccer. They're, it's an unfair advantage. I personally think beyond five, I would go to six divisions. Because I'll say this, and I know they're concerned about the Breslin, because you do the girls, you do the boys, you're you're flipping districts, you know, like, like they flip early game to late game, whatever. You got Title IX, I get it. I, I don't think it's the best for certain schools unless you really have a big following. If you have a big following for girls but not the boys or vice versa. But I'm not going to get into the politics of it. But I'll say that I, I have no problem with the more state champions you have, the more interest you have in high school sports. I, I don't know. I, I don't get the eight in football, ten in football, including eight man. So why can't you, you've been at four, it used to be old school back in the day with me, it was class A, B, C, and D, right? It hasn't expanded. And look at the growth of sports. Basketball should be six, if not eight in my book. Six, if not eight divisions. And I know there's the love affair with the Breslin. But maybe you look at CMU or another school and you rotate it and it's, Girls and boys one year here for four divisions and four divisions one year there. I, I know you're trying to keep that beauty of when your football season ends, you're going to Ford Field, and it's a great setting. It's fantastic, as good as anything in high school sports in America. And you want that same finish at the Breslin. They do it at 
uh, Michigan State for soccer, softball, and baseball, right? And, and, it, and I understand that. But I think with the growth of schools, there should be minimum six divisions, minimum, if not eight. Why not give kids a shot at more state championships? And it can't happen in all sports based on participation and certain numbers like hockey, lacrosse, whatever it is. And I know Mark Ewell personally, and I know he always pushes for what's best for the kids and the coaches and the schools and having enough officials to handle everything. But expanding the divisions won't change anything. I go to eight in basketball right now. I go to five in soccer, maybe six in baseball. Because the more state championship trophies you're handing out, the bigger crowds you're going to get, it's going to be good for everybody involved. And it creates more of a level playing field. And I know that's what Mark Ewell and his team always look for first. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.